Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, to buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com. Takes you directly to Freedom Munitions and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, this is Frank Shamrock, undefeated UFC champion, and you're listening to straighthustling.com. I'm making my name as a hillbilly rock star. Straight Hustling's back. Dick Darren, Money Mike, Mark, Stu. What's going on? We got a cool show tonight. We got Frank Shamrock, the legend. Yeah, can't wait to talk to this man. You know, I sure would hate to meet him in a dark alley or a lit one. <laughs> Money Mike, too. you're old, you're old in the house, so you might as well. You need to pick up the senior citizen crowd. I, 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 I need to go ahead and get me a new pistol. <laughs> so I can get me some more ammunition from Freedom Ammunition. Freedom Ammunitions, yeah, man. Yeah. Got some good shit. Well, you know Frank they, if he likes to shoot. Yeah, you just uh, you just hit him up on the internet and they'll... Uh, we need to ask Frank about his fight with Chuck Norris, see yeah. how that went down. Yeah, I'll try to ask you, trying to do a commercial here if you let me. <laughs> all right, we don't need my commercial, so uh, with all that, we're going to go back to the show, Nazi. Let's <laughs> see what he has oh, to say. Oh, shit. So what do you all think about Frank coming on? Now, it's great to hear about these uh, fighters, how they got started uh, doing what they do. Yeah, it's, 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 it's great to hear these guys when they, you know, talk about when they first got started and who, who inspired them to do what they're going to do and, you know, how they became a champion. Now, we need to start asking the question, Dick, who is the hardest-hitting person you've ever yeah, met? Yeah, whoever hit you in them. Yeah. Who hit you the hardest? Because I like that. Man, that's, that's a great question. Yeah. That's almost as good as the Kardashian question. Yeah, <laughs> which is hopefully stricken from our... Uh, well, hustling around from here on out. But. Well, this will be the last time. We'll ask Frank the Kardashian question. Well, let's do it, and that'll be it. You know. Then we'll bury it. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bet here that's gonna it's not gonna be Kim. <laughs> I'm gonna bet that's gonna be Bruce. <laughs> you know what? I, you know let's what? Put some I, money I, on it. Good money on that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna back that bet. What do you guys do? Who you got? I'm gonna say. Uh... None of them. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's the prevalent answer because they're all like who. Hey, Dick, the phone's ringing. Who's that calling in? Yeah, that should be Frank. Frank? All right, Frank, get your hustle on. Hello, Frank Shamrock. Hey, what's going on, Frank? Oh, this is Dick Darren, yeah. and I got Money Mike and Stu with me. Oh, yeah. How's it going, Frank? All right. What's up, guys? Hey. Oh, shit, just excited to talk to you, brother. How you doing? All right. I'm good, man. Just hustling, you know. All right. Oh, yeah. Just hustle on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so how you doing, man? You in California? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, just 
Yeah, just chilling, having a good day, studying some fights, getting ready to do some broadcasting. All right. The life of Frank Shamrock, man. That's Hell yeah. This is great, man. <laughs> Move to the country, so. <laughs> Us too. We're in the country too. We yeah. can't get cell phone reception out here either. Yeah, redneck to redneck, that don't work too well around here. <laughs> no. Now the string always gets a knot in it. Then you yeah, get the call it seems to. You know, the cans are bent too. Hey, man. I want to thank you for coming on here, man. And I wanted to ask you a quick question that you probably get asked a lot is how you got started wanting to fight and compete? Well, I, you know, I always had those uh, childhood dreams of being a, a fighter and a champion, stuff like that. But uh, it wasn't until I was about 22 that my dad dropped me off at a martial arts school and told me to get my life together and kind of, you know, viewed it as an athletic adventure. Uh, but, yeah, I was 22 when I started doing uh, fighting and doing all that stuff. Was that uh, Were you and Ken in the uh, same gym there? Yeah, yeah, it was Ken's gym. Ken had already kind of got some success going. He'd done professional wrestling, and you know we were both in the uh, Shamrock Boys ranks together. And uh, our eventual adopted dad was really big on you know athletics and getting yourself you know together physically and and socially and everything else. Um, so Ken had already been doing pro wrestling, and then uh, Pancrase had just started around that time. Yeah, and the UFC had just kicked off. I, I didn't know anything about it. I completely, yeah, I didn't know you could tap. I didn't know anything. <laughs> you learned quick, though. Yeah. No, I thought it, I thought you just fight to the death. You know, I was totally <laughs> way out of the box. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't do that, man. I saw you had a book out called MMA for Dummies. So if I read that, you think I can become a champion? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. When I wrote the book, I put all the secrets in there, and then I also put a abridged uh, cheater list in the back and you just want to go right to the top. Yeah. You got a guarantee or your money back in there? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those deals. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to get on that. Man, the, the old pancreas stuff, that was a far cry from what we have today, man. That was crazy. You fought different weight classes and then two or three people a night, right? Yeah, there was tournaments. There was, you know, 10, 20, 30-minute matches. Um, I mean, it was pretty crazy. Uh, and then, you know, we were still figuring the sport of mixed martial arts, uh, arts out or what would eventually become mixed martial arts. Um, so there's a lot of experimenting and sort of trying things. And yeah, I was definitely afraid because it just seemed like everybody had gone crazy and was, you know, beating the heck out of each other. Yeah. I saw the fight you had, uh, Boss Root and that was back in Pancreas, wasn't it? We had two. Oh, yeah. 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 We, yeah, we ended up fighting three times. Boss oh, Root. wow. I broke my nose at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's a main one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, and he's a big boy too. He's you know, like 220 and I'm like 190 pounds or something. So when he's waxed on me, it's, it's a lot more. Yeah, man. percent you know. Well, what, what was your, uh, thoughts when you first got to the UFC? Um, you've been fighting for a little while and, and, uh, is it, was it much difference making that transition? Yeah, it was, a, it was a big transition in the beginning. Uh, just because the, uh, the nature of Pancrase was very sportsman. You know, it was very much like you knew all the guys. You kind of fought them all the time. Um, so, you know, that's why we didn't do any punching to the head. and um, Even punching on the ground. It was, it was perfectly legal, but, you know, you sort of hung out with these guys all the time. So you, you just didn't feel the need to go do all that. Um, oh, so yeah. it was a big transition to come in, to come into the cage fighting and to just smash people and not really worry about it. <laughs> not <laughs> talk to them anymore. Right. So you never lost in the UFC, right? No, I never lost in the UFC. Uh-uh. I got out of there. 
and then started all the other leagues. Um, so I just whooped everybody so fast. There wasn't really nothing else to do. Damn, you went from 30-minute fights down to three to five-minute rounds. Uh, you were probably <laughs> didn't know what to do after the fight was over. He's still ready to fight. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Cause, you know, Pancras, it just, you know, a 10-minute round is not, you know, or a 20-minute round. It's, it's just psychologically, physically, and it's just hard to, you know, fathom. So, yeah, when they got rounds and weight classes and everything, I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> you know, yeah. really, I, mean, I was fighting all these giants and, you know, yeah. guys that knew how to, you know, wrestle good or fight good or, you know, strike good. And I wasn't really good at any of that stuff yet. So it would, uh, I liked it. I liked, I liked the Pancrase style. I thought it was, I thought it was real gentlemanly and sportsmanlike. Have they had any UFC champions that haven't lost? Are you like the only one that's never lost in the UFC? Hmm. I think so. I think me and Ronda Rousey, I think, are the oh, only ones. Right yeah, now. right. Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah. Yep. She's, she's yeah. still going. <laughs> yeah, she's going to keep it going <laughs> yeah. for a while, I think. I was going to ask you, what do you think about the women fighting? It's growing and seems to be catching on. Yeah, well, I just love it. I mean, for any sport to become, you know, really mainstream and, you know, part of society, it's got to include everybody. In my opinion, and girls bring a they bring a very special fire to the fight, and uh, you know they really commit to it, and it's, it's often very exciting to watch. Yeah, a lot uh, of them even are really more exciting than men. Yeah, a lot of them are really excited. I they mean, lately, get in there and just bang, boy. Yeah, lately they they put on way more exciting shows than the men have. I mean, I mean, I hate to say that, but it's just a fact. I mean, they, when Ronda Rousey goes in there, that's going to be a freaking whirlwind fight, and then these these guys that are bringing it, you know, for the USC at least, it's not. You know, they seem to be holding it back or they're scared or I don't even know what it is, trying to keep longevity in their career or something. Well, the women also, with it being the newest additions, they're trying to prove that they can't do it. Oh, they've already proven they can do it. I can tell you that. So are you uh, you training any fighters right now, Frank? No, not doing any fighters. Um, doing just mainly television stuff and then, you know, training myself a little bit. My daughter, who's seven now. But yeah, I'm pretty much out of the fight game. It's, okay. Uh, too much pain now. <laughs> <laughs> too much recuperating. So your your daughter is going to be a phenom when I'm when I'm old. <laughs> it's going to be nice to see this happen because I'm sure she's going to you know. So I feel like, especially after you know 20 plus years of martial arts, you know, young children, um, especially young girls, you know, they should have an understanding of how to defend themselves. Yeah. You know? so uh, they I don't agree. have the fears and the you know, social concerns and inadequacies. And so when I had my little girl, I was like, I'm going to make her the toughest, you know, <laughs> stand up, you lot. know, um, because it would only help her, you know, it would only help her to be able to defend herself. She thinks it's a game. She thinks we just play these silly games where I try to, you know, kidnap her, or kick down the door, or do some silly, crazy things. Right. Um, but she has an awareness now, whereas no one's ever going to get her. Yeah. You know? All right. Yeah, she's she's learned all them little moves. I taught my daughter an armbar about the same age, and I tell you, she she's not but a buck buck ten. She can probably still put me in an armbar right now that I can't get out of. <laughs> yeah, and they love it. You know, it's a good physical thing and connecting the mind, the body, and then having a larger purpose, like you know, defending yourself, and then having a bigger message, like hey, no one puts their hands on you, and you know, it's your body, your choice. You know, exactly. your yeah. your decision if you want to you know do this or do that, and I think that's what you know, missing in the education of our little girls. It's just, you know, girls are, they give life. It's like they should be able to, you know, kick butt as well if they have to. Well, don't let him fool you. He probably has 
two beers in his hand while he's trying to get out of that damn thing. No, not when I'm fighting <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> out of all your fights in the past, who had like the most punching power? Power? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. Chuck Norris? Um, Ensign hit me the hardest. I think Ensign oh, okay. hit me the hardest. Chuck? Chuck was always real nice to me. I think he was afraid I was going to hit him back. <laughs> but he was always real, you know, real nice and professional. But, but when I, Ensign hit me hard, so hard one time. Like, I literally, I've only seen stars like two or three times my whole career, 40-plus fights. And he hit me one time, and I saw a bunch of stars. And then my head flew up in the air, and I was looking at the ceiling. And then I was, I was like, there's stars on the ceiling. And then I thought, no, that's not right. <laughs> Something bad has happened. <laughs> and that's when I took him down and got to, got to grappling. <laughs> it's never good when there's stars inside, man. You know, I, I get it. Yeah, right? Yeah, that didn't, uh, yeah. But he's a, he's the guy who whacked me the hardest. And Ken hit me so hard one time that, uh, he dropped me to my knee, which, you know, only, I think only Ken and one other guy has. Um, and then he actually hit me so hard in the middle of my forehead that my skin like starred open. Like he like burst my head open. I was like, oh, wow. What the hell did he do that for? He didn't want to show the stars. He wanted to wear the stars. I think he's he trying to love, teach me uh, right? one of those old school lessons about how to move your head. <laughs> wow. That's I hope, brotherly love. I hope you weren't paying for them lessons yeah, for me. Yeah, back oh, you paid for them, Mark. Yeah. No, nah, they, they were free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're free. And he paid for them in more ways than one. Well, man, you had such a cool career, and I, you know, I'm happy that I got to, you know, watch a lot of your fights, and man, really exciting. And and I noticed you fought in a lot of different organizations, USC, the Strike Force. But uh, were you ever close to fighting in the Pride? No, I never never fought in Pride. Were you ever close to fighting in Pride? Uh, I was real close to fighting Sakuraba there for a couple of years when he was super hot and I was super hot. And uh, I just couldn't put it together with the, the political Japanese machine. And, um, but that's kind of the only fight. That one and then fighting Ken are the only fights that kind of got away from me that I you know, wanted to do and they didn't really happen. Well, you can still get that Ken fight yeah, after sure. Kimbo. <laughs> yeah, he's still going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. That's the problem now. <laughs> I'm giving up. <laughs> he's still charging ahead. You're trying to pay him back for that punch he gave you. Yeah, I think he's paying himself back. I can't imagine getting out there at 51 so, and just, you know, just flooring it. I can't, I can't fathom it. I was, was going to ask you. The bare knuckle till too. I mean, you can't you just always go up and bare knuckle fight your brother? I mean, isn't that like law? <laughs> well, you know, law is different everywhere, but, um, you know, I mean, I was never, uh, once I learned about the bare knuckle fighting, I was never that scared of it because it really does change the dynamic to the game. You know, once you take the gloves off and you lessen the rules, you know, everything gets real simple and you got to protect yourself as well as beat someone up. Um, you know, MMA is very much a sport now. You know, it, it turned into, you know, super high caliber Olympic athletes beating the heck out of each other. Um, and, you know, I just, one of them is scarier than the others, but I, I would rather honestly do the bare knuckle stuff if I were getting money for it. Oh, because wow. it's easier. Yeah. And it's simpler. You know, it's less. It's it's more danger, but it's it's less work in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean you, you can you, you can catch a you know you can the other guy can go out from just hitting you hard enough with his hand, he can break his freaking hand real easy. I mean, I've broke my hand in my yeah body. yeah. I mean, when there's it just the dynamic is so different with no you know no gloves, no rules. Um, it makes it really simple, makes it really dangerous, really fun. 
but yeah, at 51, come on, he should be golfing, he should be bowling, <laughs> you know. Right. He should be hiking, I don't know, anything but that. So uh, who are you putting your money on, on Ken and Kimbo? Well, I gotta go with Ken just because, you know, I'd be, if I didn't, I'd be the bad brother. But, uh, I mean, yeah. technically, you know, I mean, if I look at the numbers, you know, Kimbo is never a skilled or well-rounded mixed martial artist. He's a good brawler and a good banger. Um, but he was just getting, you know, the basics of a game when he kind of got old. Um, you know, in my opinion, Ken's just gotta take him down, put him in old school Pat Smith, you know, double heel hook. Um, and I think that'll be enough. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna take too long for anybody to submit in that fight. I don't think. You know, once 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 the hammer goes down, either way, uh, it's not gonna. You know, I mean, at fifty one, come on. It's I mean, even though I, I know as a fighter, it's, they're tougher than than the, the normal fifty one year old. But still, there's just a point to which the body can take. And you know, at fifty one, you know, certainly you can't take it like you could at forty one or thirty one. Or twenty one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 42. I bump myself when I'm like, wow, that that really hurt. I can't imagine at 50, you know, guys kind of bash my head in. All right. But you know, hey, everybody's got their thing. Yeah, yeah. And I saw you lost the fight by toehold, and you revenged the loss and won by toehold. What's up with that? It's a good lesson, I guess. <laughs> what exactly is a toehold? Is it just a bending of his toes? Toehold. Toe hold is when you press your toes and you lock your ankle by grabbing all the toes. So it's, it's more like oh. an ankle lock. Okay. That originates from the toes. Okay. Because I read yeah. that and I was like, damn, were they attacks, twisting each other's toes? It attacks, <laughs> well, it, it, just, it attacks the ankle first and then it goes to the knee second. Oh, all right. okay. and, and the toes last, but it's called a toe hold, but I get it, yeah. So how so cool is that? It starts with the toes, that's why they call it toe hold, because you actually grab all the toes, and you have to grab every toe, because if you don't, you don't have enough power to bend the foot into the right position. It's very scientific. Man, that was cool that someone did that to you, and you came back and beat the same guy by the same hold. I did, <laughs> and I may have dreamt about that hold every single night uh, until the moment I fought him again. Yeah. I bet you said, motherfucker, you ain't doing that again. I got you on this. I yeah, know. I had to get him back. Had to get Hell him back. Yeah. But guys, I had to go. Cause I, I, I actually have to pick up my daughter right now from school, and I'm the only parent on duty right now. Oh, man. Okay. Well, maybe we can get a yeah, part so two I'm, like we did with your brother, because he yeah. came on twice. Maybe you can come on here twice. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> For sure. Well, I, I can always come back, because I'm not far. I just got to find a phone line. Hey, one more last thing. You got to give us your favorite Kardashian. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, Bruce. See, he's going for the comedy. I love it. Hell yeah. Hey, man. That's everybody's favorite Kardashian nowadays. Ah, uh, shoot. That's awesome, man. I want to thank you for coming on, man. And we'll definitely hit you up again. I'd like to ask you a few more questions, man, and, and get to some of the stuff that you're doing nowadays. Yeah, you know, so we can promote what you're sure. promoting. Yeah, we'll do it again. Thanks All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, mate. Bye-bye. All right, that was a quickie with Frank Shamrock. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, just, he had to go live call. He's looking for part two, and I did win the bet. He did pick Bruce Kardashian, so both of y'all have to come out of the closet now. I have been out of the closet, and uh, there's no more shoes in there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, you know, we could be like Bruce and just come halfway right now and get to rest later. Well, no, if so, I'm doing it, I'm going all the way. So right? he told us some cool stuff. Frank would... Um, Ken went upside their head when they were yeah, younger. He put a star, hell, a, Ken? a starburst punch. It, it, 
produced a starburst explosion on his face. Well, like, you know, that's well Frank said he's only seen stars a couple of times, and now he's got a permanent reminder. Yeah. yeah. But when he sees us, he'll be seeing stars. Again. That's right. Straight hustling. Straight hustling. We are stars. So hopefully we can get him on here again Super and mobile. finish with the rest of our questions about, uh, you know, to talk to him about Nick Diaz, Tito Ortiz, yeah, a lot Bill Baroni. Yeah, we had a lot, a lot to ask the man we didn't get to ask. So, yeah, be looking for... Uh, Part two. Part two. So, yeah, we'll be checking. Uh, we'll be seeing if we can get him on here again. He'll be watching for his brother to fight Ken. See what's going on with that. And, uh, yeah. But you know what? We did get to talk to Frank Shamrock. We did, today. man. I mean, the legend Frank Shamrock is yeah, cool, He, he man. called us, and, you know, he didn't pick his daughter up. But you know what? Hey, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's life. And he said he'd come on again. So Yeah, it's life. So, you know what? All you haters out there, keep hating. All you people that like us, keep liking, keep loving. You know, because there's a lot more of us to come. Are you going to say anything? Are you going to say anything, Stu? Are you going to even announce where the fuck we are? I mean, we're on straighthustling.com. Can you, go ahead. Still starstruck. I, I was starstruck by Frank, Frank Shamrock, and I'm thinking Money Mike, Toehold, Pedicure. <laughs> All at the same time. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, man, y'all be sure to check us out on straighthustling.com. It's www.str, the number 8-H-U-S-T-L-I-N.com. Uh, we got links to Twitter, Facebook. Uh, iTunes, mama. Stitcher, Mike's Mama, your mama too. So hit up Mike's Mama. Yeah, hit her up because you know what? Just <laughs> hey, look, make sure you bring a new fresh oxygen bottle if you're coming to see her because you know if you don't work her too hard. And please, uh, please exercise the time clock on the doors you walk in. Yes, exactly, because we need to know who's been there. So go out there and hit us up. <laughs> Give us some comments. Yeah, buy some shirts so we buy can get Mike some cough drops. Yeah, so I can have a cough drop or I can get a lung implant. <laughs> One or the other. Let's do this. All right, go fund me. Mike's lung implant slash t-shirt fund. <laughs> oh, shit. Now we got to find somebody that's technical enough to start the GoFundMe for you. Oh, no. I can do it right now. Let's watch it. <laughs> Done. So, all right, what else you got to say? Anything before we get the hell out of here? That's all I got to say is I remember green means answer, red means hang up. You ain't hustling, you ain't living. We're out. Living real life songs with a common man. I got a rebel flag and a skinnered sound. And I've been trying to make old Ronnie proud. With my Marshall amp, let's pause them low My cowboy hat and my country draw I'm making my name as a hillbilly rock star